Hello, everyone. Welcome to the We're Kicking the Podcast, where I get the privilege to talk to the legends and warriors of the martial arts world. Today, I'm being joined by multiple-time world master champion in gi and no-gi competition, Pan Am champion and European champion. He is a third-degree Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt under Hoyes and Rodrigo Gracie, Mr. Ivaldo Lima. Sir, how are you? Good, good. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you so much. So, for the people that don't, don't know you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I was uh, born and raised in um, Brazil, a city called Goiânia. It's uh, in the center of Brazil. Oh, center. Okay. Yeah, right in the middle of Brazil. It's about 200 kilometers from um, Brasilia, the capital. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. And you, obviously, you lived there for most of your life. Yes, I lived over there. I left the Brazil when I was uh, 21 years old. So, yes, so I, I left Brazil. Actually, I hitchhiked <laughs> from Brazil to the United States, you mm. know. So, like, um, I always had this thing that I wanted to go somewhere, you know. That's why right. um, most of the time when I get in trouble with my, my you know, my, fa- my mom, because mm-hmm. my dad passed away, I was eight years old. All so right. then I had like six brothers and sisters. Wow. Yeah, I'm the youngest one. <laughs> You're the youngest Yeah. <laughs> so I would get in trouble a lot because I would just take off and disappear, you know, just kind of explore, <laughs> you know. It was different times, so yeah. different times. And I had like um, um, a friend. We, we say that we were cousins mm-hmm. because we we're, I know him since we were like, se- um, I don't know, kindergarten, like five years old. Wow. You know, he was a neighbor since five years old. We always went to school together. Uh, then we kind of lost touch during the, the high school. All right. You know, uh, Carlos. Carlos right. is his name. Um, and that's the way, like, I always wanted to go somewhere. Some, uh, then I joined the Air Force right after high school wow. like in Brazil. So I can go become a pilot. But it didn't work out like that. How <laughs> <laughs> was um, your... Yeah. How was your uh, Air Force experience down in Brazil? It, it was good. As a matter of fact, as soon as I went to enlist and on to get to the Air Force, because we have to do the mandatory uh, military All right. in Brazil. Yeah. So on the year that you turn 18. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> everybody has to do it. And you can do like a test and then you go to like the Air Force, the Navy, you know, Marines. All right. And if you don't do anything, they throw you in the Army. Oh, I understand. <laughs> so you still have to go. You still have to go. So when I went to do the, like the, the, the test and all the qualifications to go to the Air Force, yeah. um, actually I saw Carlos that I had lost in touch for about three or four years and we haven't seen each other. And I, mm-hmm. I saw him over there. I was like, man, cause we're the same age, you know, and then we, yeah. you know, we actually served together. Oh, that's awesome. And we end up going to the Air Force police. Ooh, That's right. right. You know, uh, I got, I actually, I got to fly a lot, but not pilot. Oh, no. No. Uh, <laughs> just flying all over the, you know, the, 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 the state. Okay. You know, um, actually, the way that it worked there, uh, the, where we are posted, we took yeah. care of two states. Oh. Let's say, um, the president was going to fly somewhere, going to mm-hmm. do something on those two states. Yeah. We will fly there. And we take the, uh, the security. Yeah. That's what we did. I was in uh, the Air Force, but was an infantry. Oh, okay. I understand. So then we yeah. did a lot of like, you know, like 
hand combat, some fighting, some guns, a lot of that stuff. And you were not doing jiu-jitsu at that time? No, I oh, wasn't okay. doing jiu-jitsu. I did actually karate oh. earlier, you know, when I was a kid because my brother was into karate. You know, okay. I did karate. <laughs> And I still remember the name of the, the school and the, the, the teacher. The name of the school was the name of the teacher. It was Chiuji Yamaguchi. Yamaguchi. Yes, that was the, the, the guy, that um, the main instructor. All and right. his school was called Chiuji Yamaguchi uh, Karate. Is that, is that Japanese? Japanese? Japanese, yes. All right. Yes. So there was a lot of Japanese at the time in Brazil. A lot of Japanese. My neighbors were Japanese. When I'm you know, growing up, too, I had a good friend. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he was, um, I would say his last name was, I think it was Watanabe. Watanabe. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yes. But his name was Nelbu Natama, Watanabe. So, we, uh, you know, his father kind of like, we used to mess around a lot, you know, like <laughs> fighting all this stuff. That's what we, we did in Brazil. Uh, and Carlos, actually, he was on judo. Oh, was he? You know, yeah. He was on judo. He joined you know, judo. He was like a two brown belt to judo. Wow. Um, and so when we went to the Air Force, I kind of got introduced to the grappling kind of thing. Yes. And there, because then we have to do some training. All right. You know, and we had some people over there uh, that did uh, the teaching. But at the time, like jujitsu was not what it is. You know, at the time it was karate. People were always big? thinking about karate yeah. and taekwondo. Taekwondo. Taekwondo was the big thing at the time. Really? Yes, because people right. liked the kicks, the oh, you know yes. all the stuff, the katas and all this. It was pretty cool. Oh, you know? yeah. So, but uh, I got introduced a little bit, but I, I wasn't. Nobody said, "Oh, this is jujitsu." Understand? Yes. It was like, "Oh, this is judo," or "This is like valetudo." You know, they would say got that. It. You know? Okay. <laughs> so then, right after that. You know, I got out of the Air Force and I got a job and I stopped working and was like, okay, this is not what I want. <laughs> and that's when Carlos and I said, okay, yeah, let's go to the United States. Oh, okay, cool. So then we kind of, you know, back, back. <laughs> yeah. Just travel to the U.S. Just, just <laughs> go north. How, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know if it's too personal, but how was that experience? Well, it's, it, it was amazing what happened because I get to see and do things that it's incredible, but I wouldn't, it was very dangerous though. It wow. was very dangerous because it was, there was 1987, 1986, end of 1986, 1987, something like that. I, I don't remember the dates very much, but it's, it's all, it was that time. All right. Because I was in the Air Force in the 84, mm-hmm. you know, and then it was about, yeah, it was about 86, 87 when, that, I, that I left Brazil. Yeah. And we just, like I said, just going aim north. So I was in the center of Brazil. So we go up north and we end up on the Amazon, you know, oh, the, the capital. And then, I, like I said, I saw so many things so beautiful back then. That was right. incredible. So we have like seven days on a boat from the capital of uh, um, um, Manaus, you know, which is the capital of um, Amazon. All right. You know, the state yes. of Amazon, and which is in the forest, forest, forest. Amazon. <laughs> and you go up river all the way to Colombia. 
what? Yes. Oh, and get to Colombia. And, and it was a cargo ship boat. So, so the boat would stop in everywhere to deliver oh stuff, the mail, everything, you know. Yeah. So it was, it was pretty interesting. It was pretty cool. Oh. And you're going up <laughs> river, you know. Man. From there, a plane to Bogota, and then bus, things yeah. like that. And during that time, it was the same time that, you know, a lot of things was happening in Colombia too, South America. <laughs> that was the time that, yeah. you know, Pablo Escobar was still the, the man. <laughs> Whoa. You know, so. <laughs> that must have been crazy. Yeah. So it's, it's a big, big, it's a long, long journey. It was, took about, about a year and a half, almost two years to get to, to the United States. To get to the. Yes. Really? Yeah. Wow. The only thing we had, it was the visa. We had a visa for the, you know, to come to the the country. Yeah. You know, but we didn't have you know, no money. We didn't know any English or Spanish. Are you? <laughs> because uh, back in the days, we watched, like, we watched the cowboy movies. All right. You know? And they, like, oh, they're talking Spanish. But they were not talking Spanish. They were talking <laughs> Portuguese. Oh, know? okay. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, but they would speak on, 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 the, on the television Portuguese with some accent, some, oh. you know, the, when they mm-hmm. double, so we could understand. And I really thought that was a Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, talking with a big old accent. <laughs> yeah, but when I first, you know, heard someone speak Spanish, I was like, what the heck are you saying? I have no idea. And I didn't know that Spanish from Colombia is different from Spanish from Panama. It's different from Spanish from uh, Guatemala, Guatemala, Honduras, Mexico. My God. When I was in Mexico City, I couldn't understand a thing they were talking. Really? As they spoke so fast. They were like, oh, my head hurts. (laughs) Yes. But then we finally made it here, you know, to the United States. And and that was 1988. 1988. Yeah, I remember. It was August 1988. All right. So yeah. you made it to the U.S. You yeah. only have a visa and you said a backpack. Yeah. How did you manage? So I had a friend that he had come to the United States maybe three, four months before. I He stopped in Mexico. You know, okay. we talk and then he came to the United States. All right. And then he was communicating with a family in Brazil, oh. saying that, you know, oh, we're here, you know, we got a job, some people are helping us, there's a lot of Brazilians here, and, right. and he kind of like, okay, so we got in touch in Brazil, say, hey, we want to go back, we're going to go there, because, you know, Mexico was, it was good, mm-hmm. you know, for that time, Yeah, but it was not thing that we wanted, our, like, our goal is to come to the U.S., US. you know. So and it was like, okay, so let's just, you know, let's go. So actually we took a bus and we went to, um, you know, to the uh, Ciudad Juarez. Oh, all right. Yeah, Ciudad Juarez. Yeah. So then we crossed it, you know, um, and then we're like, okay, so where is it? Oh, he's in uh, Santa Ana. I said, where's what? Santa Ana? Santa Ana is California. Like, where's California? Oh my goodness. I was like, oh man. So we had to get a bus all the way from El Paso yeah. to Santa Ana. The, you know? The, oh my so, goodness. So yeah, it was, uh, yeah. So it was good too because we got to see the whole, you know, the whole way, the through. Whole way through it. Yeah. And um, 
So we went, we got to Santa Ana. He was at a church. All right. You know, and the pastor over there, the, the church that was kind of helping, you know, them out with jobs and all this stuff, you know. So it, it was, right. they, they kind of took us in too, you know. Right. And so we have a, a place to stay All right. and food. You know, they would give us like spaghetti. Oh. You know, <laughs> every day. We oh. ate spaghetti because it was donating to the church spaghetti. Oh. But no tomato sauce. No. Just, just, just the pasta. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so just pasta. And they would, yeah, they would, there's a lot of things that happened there too. So, but it was okay. It was good. I was grateful. I was grateful that I had a place to stay, you know, and, um, and they kind of like helped us. We came, we went to like a prayer, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. I got to meet another person, which is important to, you know, that for me in here is Arthur. Arthur? Yes. Okay. So I got to meet him, and this was the craziest guy I ever met. (laughs) You know, like, oh, man. But he was cool. He was like, and I said, no, I got you a job. I got you a job. Don't worry about it. You're you're already working. Don't worry about it. And he was just like that very, you know. (laughs) um, And then he got my first job, (laughs) you know, in the United States. Uh, Arthur got my first job at at McDonald's because his wife at the time, she was a manager at McDonald's. Oh, okay. So, you know, and we came, when we came, we had the visa yes. you know, and all that stuff. So it was easier because we could get, you know, driver's license and all that. So it was fine, right. you know. So, and then we met, you know, met Arthur too. He got us the job, you know, that's like awesome. at McDonald's. And, and that's a big part of that because Arthur, he grew up with the Gracies. No way. In Brazil. What? And he kept telling us, you know, they're going to open school. They're going to open school. They're going to open a school. You know, and this is like 1988. Oh. So I think they ended up opening a school in 1990. Okay. Yeah. In Torrance. All right. Yeah. And yeah. how you get involved in that? I mean, do you know the crazy name? Do you knew who they I, were? I knew a little bit about it. Because mm-hmm. we kind of knew everybody kind of heard. But it was not like now that it's... Right. The internet, you can just see everything. You hear mm-hmm. because you know someone that knows someone that knew someone, you know, and they told about it, you know, and, and Arthur, he had like all the, because he was, he, he was a cameraman. Okay. You know, in Brazil. And he was always to filming all this. So he had like a lot of VHS tapes. <laughs> <laughs> and he would go to his house and like, let's watch this. And then he would put the tapes and, you know, and show us the 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 you know the, the videos of yeah. the fights and all this stuff. Right. I couldn't appreciate much because I didn't do that much. Mm-hmm. But Carlos did because he was in judo and he would see that, see that and he understand. Because uh, you gotta see that uh, back in the day when someone saw that, you know, you didn't understand why the people are tapping if you don't know oh. what's going on. That's and, true. And it's still. The karate and the movies is always like uh, Bruce Lee and Chuck Norris and all Mm -hmm. that, you know. So everybody would look forward to the, you know, to the kicks, to the punches, to that, you know. So it was not, jiu-jitsu wasn't that thing yet, you know. Not yet. Until they created the UFC. Yeah. You know, yeah, they put it in the UFC. Hoist came in. Exactly. It was Orion. 
Hoist? that created the UFC. Yeah. Okay. And they chose Hoist to fight. <laughs> you know? And to yeah. prove that, you know what? See, a, a very common person that, because if you look at Hoist back in the day, walking on the street, you, you just like, you know, I can take him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you can't. Yeah, no, you you can't. But, but, he, but people don't, didn't know that. Yeah. You know? Everybody look at the muscles and, you know, how big the guy was and, you know, and, yeah. and if you met Hoyce, you know, if you meet Hoyce, you see he was just like a regular guy. You know, he's not like, like going like tough and, yeah. you know, he poses funny and he's just kind of like a normal because he used to come sometimes, you know, that's is before the UFC. Mm-hmm. He, because he would, Carlos would start training right away, actually. As soon as they open, Carlos would start training. You know, um, and Art was there too because they were friends. They were training, and yeah. sometimes they would come in and hang out here, Long Beach, or so we have like a lot of Brazilian parties. They would come, and we, everybody was oh, that's this Hoist Grace, oh, this Grace is Grace. This is before the UFC. Oh my you know? gosh! And then was like everybody was knew that was like, let's not mess with that guy, you know. And then, <laughs> but, but if you look at it, it was like, man. I think I can take him. I said, <laughs> don't even try. <laughs> don't even try. You will put you in a knot, you know, oh. and mess with you. So, um, in, in that time, I was working uh, as a diver, actually. Oh. Scuba diving. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And I just got married, you know, oh. like uh, at the time as well, mm-hmm. you know, 1991. All right. You know, so we got married and I was doing different things. Like I was playing soccer on the, on the <laughs> team over here, you know, and everybody was training and I was even training yet. All right. So then it was Arthur and Carlos that kind of like pushed me to go, dude, you gotta, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. Uh-huh. Cause we used to kind of, okay, let's see what you got, you know, yes. and we would go like fight and kind of like wrestle around, you know, and kind of was a bigger guy, strong, you know, doing all this stuff. So I yeah. could get away with certain things. Okay. You know, until he started training. Oh. And then <laughs> for like uh, the beginning, it's okay. But uh, he, then he got his blue belt. He's going wow. and he got his purple belt. Then that's it. Wow. Then he would just mess me up. And I was like, man. How can you do that? It's like, oh, then he starts showing me some stuff. I said, dude, I got to train, man. He says, you need to train. You need to start training. <laughs> yeah, that's when I, I kind of started. But it was years later. It was actually after the UFC. It was right. after. Actually, it was just after the World Cup, 1994. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So that's when you decided to go on it and start training. said, you know what? I'm just going to do it. You know? So then Art took me over there to the academy. You know, I said, well, okay, let's... Stuff. But but back in the then it was you would choose like one class a week, two classes a week, three classes a week, and that's one hour class. And on the mats you had like um, 30, 40, 50 people no. in class. What? It was like you know a lot of people. And know. this was after the UFC already. This was right after so the, UFC, the yes. popularity already had grown. It was just. Gone, yeah. Wow. It was like, and everybody now knew what, what what's up. You know, like yeah. okay, you gotta do this. 
you know. Right. Um, there was like the challenges, you know, to still the people would go over there and try to, you know. Yeah. You know, it was, it was, it was intense. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get at because, I mean, jiu-jitsu skyrockets, but I'm pretty sure those people that were, I want to prove myself, I want to. So, did you go through any of that? Like, while you were training, like people that came in, so like, oh, no, I could. You know, I'm better than you, per se. There was always some... You've been in martial arts a long time, too. Yes. Correct. So, you know, there's sometimes a person comes in and you start teaching a move and then this. And then they... And and you can see if they like... They keep thinking like, you know what? I can beat you. I can beat you. (laughs) I mean, I was like that. When I I first started, I was like, you know what? I can prove it that I can do it. You know? You know the crazy white belts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody goes through that. Yes. Everybody goes through that. It's like even now today, you know, we, be, we we have a student. He comes in and he comes as a we call this the crazy white belt. You know? <laughs> so we train with them, and they're not a bad person. They're not bad people. No, it's just that's how human beings are. You know, yes. they want to they want to win. They want to. They're very competitive. You know? Yeah, and they come in and then. They just want to, I know, I want to show that I can't do this. Yeah. And they, they, they come in and sometimes, you know, they get hurt. Sometimes they get a better with some other people. But when you get with someone that have, um, have more, technique, more technique yeah. and knows much, knows way more than, you know, much yeah. more than they do, they have no chance. No, they don't. I know. I've been there, you know, like, uh, it's like the first time that I, you know, I trained with horse. All right. I was going to classes and in this, you know, and you know what you do? You're not going to call, you know, a higher belt to, to, to train, oh, no. but you keep looking at them kind of like, okay, I want them to, you know, I want to prove it something. I want to prove it something, you know? Um, and then the first time it was like, a, you know, you playing with the little kid. Oh, man. It was like, you know, and I was like, it was like, man, this is, just amazing, you know, you just kind of like, wow, you appreciate a lot, you know, like, wow, I'm glad I never, you know, challenge you outside of this thing here to fight. There was one time that um, we were all sitting on the mat, and Hickson was at the academy. Oh, okay. You know, and he was training with everybody. There was everybody sitting around here, and he was in the middle, and then he would just look, the person would come in, and he would train and he would tap everybody twice. So he would <laughs> tap twice, the person would go sit down, then he would come in, he would train, boom. And we're sitting right there and looking like, wow, wow. And then I told Carlos, go over there, go over there. <laughs> and Carlos, no, no, I'm not going to go over there. And then he actually, he stopped training. He's like, okay, I'm done. And I kept asking, go, go, and go with, go with Hickson. And he said, he's finished. He go with you, go. And then he went, Carlos said, uh, you know, professor, can I, you know, can we spar? And he looked and I said, I was done. And he said, oh, okay, but I'll go with you. They shook hands and Carlos tapped. What? And I was like, what happened? And he came, sat down next to me. I told you I didn't want to go. <laughs> and I said, what happened? And he said, he got me in a wrist lock. <laughs> what? It was crazy. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Why did you ask him to train, man? <laughs> it was, it was, it's, it's, it's crazy, you know. And it was fun. It was just, yeah. just like that, you know. You go and you, you, you 
you train hard, mm-hmm. you know, and, but afterwards everybody's friends. And if you have a question, they keep explaining it to you. Yeah. And it was, it was fun. And, um, but I still, back in that time, I was just going over there like, okay, just train, go back home, do my stuff. I was working, mm-hmm. um, you know, like traveling. Mm-hmm. I like to travel. So, you know, my wife mm-hmm. and I, we were like, Traveling like United States, going to different places, going to Brazil, you uh, know. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was, it was, uh, mm-hmm. so, and I still, um, doing the diving thing. Okay. Yeah. So you're, because I did that for about 15 years. Oh, all right. Yeah. And you were going up the ranks through all this time. Yes. So it's little by little, you know, I was training and then going to, I stopped. Actually, I did stop for about like two years. Okay. You know, like two, two and a half years. And then I stopped training because I was, you know, and I think, I don't know if it happened to you in mm-hmm. martial arts, but everybody does go like, oh, I, I don't want to do this because I have something else to do. And so you miss class. And like mm-hmm. I was saying back in the day, it was like, okay, your classes is so once a week or twice a week. Mm-hmm. Let's say it's um, Tuesday, Thursday. I'll give an example. Yeah. At the time, if you miss the Tuesday, you could not go to Wednesday. Oh, understand? Yeah, it's your days are Tuesday, Thursday at seven p.m. That's your days. Wow, all right. Because there are so many people so many. that you could not just take people in all the time. That's, yeah. So they have to kind of like have the the name. It's just like a classroom. Mm-hmm. You know, you sign up for classes, and your classes are mm-hmm. the colleges Monday, Wednesday. You got to go Monday, Wednesday mm-hmm. at ten a.m. So at this 10 a.m., you can, oh, you know what? I didn't make the class, so can I make it up on on Wednesday, on um, Saturday? No, No. you can't. So then you miss a day. Okay, man. Then you miss another day. Then you miss a week. Then you miss a month. month. And then the month become a year. All right. Understand? And then the year became two years. Wow. And back in that time, Carlos had gone back to Brazil. Oh, you know, right. he went back to Brazil and, um, and I went to visit Brazil and I saw him over there. So then he, you know, hey, let's go to the school. So he was training at the, the, the in Brazil. Oh. So we, uh, we went to the school, trained with him and then he's still, you know, beating me up, <laughs> you know, and then everybody over there stopped beating me up playing Brazil because I went with him in a morning class. All right. Okay. So then in the afternoon, I would stop by to get something. The same guys that were there in the morning were there in the afternoon. I was like, what? okay. And they say, oh, we got to come back at night because I'm going to teach the night class. So, okay, no problem. So I went back at night. The yeah. same guys that were there in the morning wasn't there in the afternoon. It was there in the evening. Wow. I was like, no wonder you guys are so good. You know, <laughs> that's, that's what they do. They don't go to school. They don't do anything. They don't work. <laughs> <laughs> But those guys are very dedicated, you know. Wow. And um, and then that's when he told me, like, oh, you know, are you going to go back training? You're going to go back training? So you're not training? I said, no, I'm not training. You know, so why not? I said, man, I haven't trained for a while, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel, I don't know, I feel bad going back. You know, I don't understand. They said, what do you mean we feel bad? I, said, I don't know, you know, kind of embarrassed. I don't know if, you know, if they're mad at me or, you know. Yeah. This, I know every. I know because it happened to me and I know people feel the same way. Oh, yes. And he said something to me like this. He says, yo, if you go back to the school, 
you know, it's going to be like you never left. Everybody's going to embrace you back, man. You know, oh, especially at the Grace Academy, you know, with, with, with everybody, Horn and Horace, all those guys, they're going to embrace you like, like you never left. Mm-hmm. Just go back. You know, don't worry. Just trust me. And I'm actually, I'm like, uh, okay. So <laughs> I grab Arthur. Let's go over there, Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> so we went back, you know, and, um, you know, it was just like that. It was like I never left. Wow. You know, it was like they were so welcoming, welcoming and, and, you know, you know, where have you been, man? Come on, yeah. let's go train. You know, that's, that's it, you know. And that, that moment on, it just kept going. That's know? awesome. Yeah, and then that's when Kaiki was still teaching over there, Master Kaiki. Oh, okay. You know, he was teaching at the, the Grace Academy. All right. You know? so, so I took a lot of class. I got beat up a lot by him. <laughs> <laughs> I learned a lot from him. Oh, yeah. man. And then his, uh, uh, his son was just a little, you know, Pedro. You know, uh-huh. which now runs the school. Oh. Yeah, the, the Kaiki Academy in, in Torrance, in Lomita, I think. Um, he was just a kid. He was just a little <laughs> tiny white yellow belt, you know. Oh, my goodness. But the kid, it was like, he was very dedicated to it. So, he was good. Back in the... Yeah. So, then then I start training, I you know. Yes. And kept going. Now, it's a little bit more. Now, you know, I'm going to do like three times a week. Okay. Kind of type of thing. Yeah. And they start having deal, deals. Okay, you pay for this much, and then you get like a limited training. Oh, great. Oh, oh man, that's yeah. fine. So it's awesome. So you can go, you know, like anytime you want. Got it. You know, yes. it was, it was, and then jujitsu stopped popping up everywhere. Oh, everywhere, yes. you know. Mm-hmm. But um, they didn't have any in Long Beach at the time. There was oh. no, 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 no schools of like jujitsu in Long, Long Beach. Yeah. They have a lot in like in Orange County. Mm hmm. And, yes. um, Torrance. And Torrance. Torrance, they have yeah. a lot, you know, because then the Machados are there. Oh, you know, got it, yes. The Machados, which is their cousins, mm-hmm. you know, Coises, um, yes. not the gracious cousins, of course. So they were there, you know, and they, we, then we start having more people. And then that's when they start like garages, <laughs> you know, <laughs> garages, you just yes. start appearing a lot, you know, because they heard, because uh, the Grace actually started in a garage. Oh. Uh, there was a garage. Horian was start teaching in the garage. Then the garage got too small. They opened a school, you know. Yeah. So and everybody, okay, there's a garage of jujitsu, you know. <laughs> and I remember sometimes at the academy there was a group of guys over there. They hmm. used to go and do the. They had a t-shirt made, and they would train in a garage and they would say garage jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. It was funny, yeah, it was funny. It was the same time, too. There was a time they had the Dog Brothers. I don't know if you heard about that. No, tell me about them. The Dog Brothers, I think it was the Dog Brothers. It was like a stick fight. All right. But after you hit with a stick, you grab them. Understand? Okay. Yes. And they used to do that at the park. <laughs> My gosh. I, it was in tourist area. I don't, because it was so long ago. Because I remember we have a lot of the guys from the academy. Mm-hmm. We finished the Saturday class. Let's go there. Oh, okay. What, what, what are you guys doing? Oh, first time I went, we're like, whoa. What is this? What is this? <laughs> People put like some uh, um, um, like hockey gloves. All right. Oh. Or, or the, the, because they were, they yeah. were really hit each other. 
like with a stick. What? Um, it was like they start hitting, then they clinch, grapple, and then they start grappling. Understand? <laughs> it was like in a park. This is outside in a park, you know. <laughs> and then everybody like bleeding, and they'll come up and laughing. <laughs> <laughs> So there was so there was a lot of going on, but not that many tournaments. You know, there was not that many tournaments. Like Joe Morera used to do tournaments, All right. like a few tournaments, and it was tournaments was good. Uh, the Machados tournament, do a little tournaments. Okay. Uh, and then at the Grace Academy, we did like in houses. In house, okay, yes, that's in house tournaments. All right, then, you know. And um, and when we did just that in-house, just inside of the, the academy, it was like no time limit and no points. Just it just until someone, someone taps, taps out. Yes. Wow. And then they they start doing like the national, uh, yeah. because then they have a lot of associations that are like at the national t- tournaments. Mm-hmm. Then it was 30 minutes. 30 minutes. It was a 30 minutes, no points. And then after 30 minutes... Whoever scored 12 points will win. Ooh. Understand? Yes. But there was no points for takedown. It was just no points for knee on the stomach. It was the points was passing the guard, mount, or take the back. That was the points. That's it. Wow. There was no advantage, nothing. It's just, you know, because passing the guard, it's a dominated position. So right, points. Okay. Yeah. Mount is a dominated position. Mm-hmm. Points. Right. Um Taking it back, it's a dominated position, you know. So right. points. So they didn't do, do, do uh, uh, did, didn't do the takedowns points right. to avoid people taking down, coming and up, take down. Understand? Oh, got it. Because you you know the fight's on the ground, so just, just go to the ground. You know, I mean, keep fighting. Yeah. You know, and that's that's how it. Uh, um, the tournaments were. And how so that's uh, yeah, and I only did like a few of the in-house tournaments, right. and um, did um, the Machado's tournament. because oh. I remember one was in actually in San Pedro, I think. Oh, okay. That one, the last one that I did yeah. for the, the, the Machado's. Yes, and I don't know if it was the last tournaments that they did because after that, a little tournaments start popping up. You know, oh, different places. Yes, you know. Yeah, and and I'm like I said, it was still twice a week. You know, training three times a week. Yeah. You know, how I mean, now that you go to more tournaments now with your students or just you in general, is there any difference on the mindset back in the day when you started doing tournaments and now, or do you see a very similar mindset like? The, the mindset is still like, you know, the, the training and all mm-hmm. this is still this. I think is this still the same. People right. are still very dedicated now. Yeah. The only thing that now a lot of people can, they know about the other po- person. You understand? That, that's what I'm, yeah. That's. They, they can study. They can, can see. Or because now let's say they, they see us, uh, a certain school, mm-hmm. you know, like a, like I say, like he, he looks at the, the certain school, like I say, let's say a Gracie Baja from that location. Yeah. Who's the instructor? Boom, it's this guy. Oh, they go and search the instructor. Got it. And they kind of, mm, he likes to do this. Yeah. You know, he's more like, 
So maybe the students like to do this. Understand? Oh. And you know, the more tournaments you do, the more like higher rank you are, the more yeah. videos there is some, yeah. up there. But then there was, you get it. I went to a tournament in, um, in San Diego area. I have no idea where it was. I know <laughs> it's that area. A friend of mine from San Diego, Victor. You know, All right. Victor Sanchez, a very good friend of mine. So he used to train with uh, Fabio Santos. Okay. So he called me up and said, hey, listen, there's a tournament over here and they need someone to fight. <laughs> like, do you want to do it? I was like, oh, sure. When? Tomorrow. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. You know, it's going to be no gi. Oh, okay. You know. Wow. So, yeah, I'll go. You know, no problem. So he yeah. sent me the information and then... I drove to San Diego the next day, and um, I, f and then you go over there. You don't know anybody. The person that I knew that was there, it was Dean Lister was gonna fight. He was the the main event, and he was a purple belt at the time. <laughs> okay? Wow! Yes. So, <laughs> so yeah. So you you know like, yeah. who was there? Kim Shamrock was there oh with the Lions God. Den team. Lions Den, yes, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Um. So and then. I went in and I was gonna fight this guy. And, oh, okay, who is this guy? I don't know who it is. It was just <laughs> okay, just got in, boom, you know, went, finished, yeah. come back. Then I, I told even I told like I told Kaik and, and Hoist at the time. Said, oh yeah, I'm going to San Diego tomorrow to fight. You know, and like and Hoist like fight. I said, yeah, yeah, jujitsu. I said, oh okay, because oh. he thought I was gonna go to a cage and stuff. Like, oh no, 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 jujitsu and stuff. A submission. Oh okay, you know, and then. I come back, and then the, the Monday, when I was talking to Kaiki, he said, what, what happened? So I won. And he said, oh, I know, Kimura. I was like, oh, yeah. What? You know? so, well, okay, because it was my favorite move at the time. Oh, it was. Because <laughs> <laughs> we talk about the favorite moves. Yeah. So we go through phases. And back okay. in the day, I was like, oh, man, I love the Kimuras. You know? <laughs> I was like, ah, the Kimura, Kimura, the Kimura, Kimura. That's you know? awesome. So... <laughs> Oh man, how was it coming up in the ranks or training with Hoyce and Rodrigo Gracie? How was that for you? I mean, yeah, when when I started training with Rodrigo, yeah. you know, um, I was already a brown belt. Oh, okay. Yes, so I was already a brown belt when I started training with Rodrigo because right. he he came from he used to live in New York. Oh, you know, and he was training with the Hansel back then. Then he they moved to California, and then he started. You know, training here with uh, with Hoist, and you know, I became the part of the, the Hoist. That's when, that's when I start training with Rodrigo. Oh, okay. And um, and they were like two different styles, you know. Really? Because Hoist is like you train with Hoist, and I, I I don't know if I mentioned that to you before, but it's like like the fish, <laughs> you know, the, it's like fishing. You're the fish, yeah, and okay. he's the fisherman. Okay. <laughs> So the fish always thinks that he can't get the bait. I'm going to get yeah. the bait and get out. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm going to get away. I'm going to get away. So you keep trying. You keep trying. So Hoist just kind of leans you in and you're like, oh, okay, man, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm like, okay, what happened? You know? So and you don't know what happened. Yeah. It's just kind of, he gets, it's kind of like a, a, a quicksand, you know? You know, I'm going to get out. I'm going to get, oh, man, I'm getting deeper over here. I'm going to deeper. Now, Rodrigo was different. Training with Rodrigo is like this. I'm going to murder you. <laughs> <laughs> and you come and just run you over. Like, wow. 
So, oh my God, what happened? This is like, everything hurts. <laughs> <laughs> everything hurts. It was not, no, it was like, wow. Like, it was, understand, I would say like, Rodrigo is good for a memory. <laughs> Because after you train with him, you still think about him for about two, three, four days. Because everything hurts on your body. Oh, my back hurts. Oh, okay. Yeah. I trained with Rodrigo. Yeah. That's the difference with styles. Yes. But it was just kind of like, there was one time, uh, this is after I already had a school, mm-hmm. you know, in, uh, in, uh, here in Long Beach. Okay. Um, Hoist was teaching a private lesson in the front. And then Rodrigo and I was training. We were training in the back. We're training. And all of a sudden, like, we saw there was Hoist and the student kind of like looking. And I said, what? You know, and like, I thought you guys were fighting because we were like going so hard, so hard. It was Whoa. funny. We were laughing because it was like, there was no like easy way. Understand? Yeah. It was just kind of like, but it was a battle. You have to fight for my life every <laughs> single time. <laughs> Every single time. But that was, you know, um, so great because it was the two different ways of seeing what can you do something. Understand? Yeah. You can be, don't take me wrong. Like when Hoyce was mad and when he wants to do it, (laughs) oh, he could hurt you too. It's like, it's just he was a a little bit more nice about it, you know? Yeah. And Rodrigo was just like, just the way he was, man. He was like, his technique was like so precise, so like, boom, there was, you know, he shake your hand, it hurts. Oh, come on, you know. And that was the good thing. And that's, um, cause I opened my school like the end of 2003. Yeah. In Long Beach, right? Long Beach. Street, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, because, uh, Hoyce went back fighting. All right. In um in two thousand, you know, okay. so he can stop the UFC. Then mm-hmm. he started back fighting in two thousand. We were still at the academy, mm-hmm. and he would get like a group of students, you know, at the time, and he would like train, like sparring partners. So yeah. I remember one day I was just sitting there, and um, and he's like, "Oh, come here, come here, come here!" Like pick up, you know. And we went to this small room, and we yeah. start training. Wow, you know. He started training, and I was like, oh, and then he was like, oh, can you come, you know, let, see, I'm shooting during day, times of dates, because I don't yeah. remember, but it's like, you know, can you come, like, Monday, Wednesday, Friday at yes. 5 p.m.? So, oh, yeah, you know, so we can train. Then he said, can you, so you can help me? I said, I help you? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, of course, you know, like, but it was, of course, the other way around, you know, you go over there. And like you helping him, but you're learning so much, so yes. much, you know. Um, so we're training. There was a time that I, I was, um, me and two other guys and Andy was sitting there, you know, on the mat. And that this is the, the, the small room of the Grace Academy downstairs, you know, one of the private rooms. Yeah. So we're training, training and horse would go five minutes, you know. Uh, with me, five minutes with the other guy, five minutes with the other guy, and then he, he rested for one minute. Then he will go another five minutes, five minutes, five minutes, one minute. So we do that for like four times. So you will go, basically he would train for, uh, for one hour. Oh my God. But on those breaks, he only had four minute breaks. Four minutes. Okay. 
So, and then everybody else would have what, 16 minute break. Yes. You know, because I would wait 10 minutes for you guys to go. Then uh-huh. I still have one minute. Then I'll go again for five minutes. Understand? Oh my God. So, so you understand how good <laughs> this was. guy, yeah. yeah. And, 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 uh, the, you know, his gas tank was, you know. Yeah. So I remember one day we were training and he went five minutes with me. Then he went five minutes with the other guy. And when he was going to the third guy, he was going, he just started. And then Horny opened the door, the little room, and said, oh, I'm leaving. Okay, see you guys. And he locked the door, so he pulled the door back. And Horace, wait, 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 boom, tapped the guy out. And, <laughs> and ran outside to talk to Horny, you know. <laughs> and then the guy was kind of like, came and sit next to me and to the other guy. And he was like, um, I think it was, uh, the other guy was John Burke. Okay. Yeah, it was John Burke, yeah. Um, so then he said, and he's like, and we're like, what's wrong with you? You know, I don't know, man. He went with you five minutes, didn't tap you out. Went with you five minutes, didn't tap you out. And he tapped me out in less than a minute. And we look at him and like, I'm insane. <laughs> do, do you think that he didn't tap us out because he didn't, because he couldn't? Dude. <laughs> You're just unlucky that he needs to talk to you more, so that's why he had to tap you out. If it was any of us, you would be doing the same, man. Wow. Yeah. So, so it's so you would like understand. So, like Damn. the beautiful thing of jujitsu is, you know. Yeah. So then after uh, that was for the training for for actually for Sakuraba, oh, okay. when he fought him for an hour and forty five minutes. Oh my god! Can you imagine, man, you fighting? You sit down to watch a movie, an hour and a half, yeah. your body hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine you fighting for an hour and a half. Oh, that's crazy. That's... You know, actually, I did that once. You did that? Yeah. Oh, right tell here, me. At the school. Oh, tell me about that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> On my 50th birthday. <laughs> a 50th birthday, I invited like 50, you know, I invited everybody. So, but right. I had like, I'll say, I'm going to. F- Spar 50 times, uh, three minutes with every, with every student. Oh my goodness. So then I did that mm-hmm. for three minutes for every, for 50 students. So it was about a two hour and a half. Wow. Like straight sparring. Of course, some went very nice with me, some not so nice, you know. And then, but I remember that night after I got home, I took the gear and I took the clothes. I went to take a shower. When the water hit me, like, oh my God, my whole body was like, like raw, like raw. And actually who gave me the idea was Colin. Oh, yes. Colin. Because he said he wanted to do that. You know, he said he wanted to do that on his 50th birthday. He was, oh, you know, I'm going to spar 50 of my students with, uh, Five minutes. I was like, dude, five minutes is crazy. It's a lot. So I'll do three. <laughs> I did three minutes for for with fifty students. You know, wow. fifth, not just students, friends. You know, some of my friends came and they were trained. You know, that is awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, that was the you know talking about the training for the the sakuraba. Yeah. So then, like, little over the that you know after that. 
um, Hoyce uh, kind of like start doing his own thing. Okay. You know, and, um, you know, then from the academy. Mm-hmm. And then I, a few years later, I, I know I, I was just training mostly um, at his garage or mm-hmm. training at the, at the school in a, a small, tiny school over there in, in Nono MMA, oh. which is in uh, Hermosa Beach. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right. So we'd go over there, very tiny, nice place. You know, Nono is a like, very good guy, and he was the stand-up coach. No, he was stand-up yeah. coach at the time. And, um, and he's a good friend. So, right. so we would go over there, and then we train at the, um, you know, at the Nonos. Yeah. And I've, then I opened the school, and okay. I decided to kind of – I was doing the diving, and I was still – Kind of like going on seminars with Hoyce, right. you know, like just just to get more training, you know, oh, yeah. more training. And I would train with some friends from different places, you know, different different schools. We got them like good friends. Then uh, you know, some of the friends who were still diving with me too, and they were like in jujitsu. So we get together and we train. Awesome. Um, I had a friend that was um, he opened a school, you know, in, in Newport Beach. And then I would go over there and we were training. And then I kind of like start teaching one or two classes for him, which kind of to help out on 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 classes. I mean, it was good for me because then I was already kind of learning how to teach and how to do other stuff, you know, because I remember the first time, you know, you you can train and you can show a move to a friend. Yeah. But teach the class. That's a different story. (laughs) It's kind of like when you're, um, you know how to read. Okay, yeah. stand up and read for everybody. It's like, oh, <laughs> man, you know, put it on your spot. You know, it's oh, kind of, yeah. it's a different story. So this friend, you know, uh, Giuliano, he, he kind of like helped me with that. Okay. And right. kind of like, they you don't know, teach and kind of like help me how to teach too. You know, like wow. gave me a chance. Yes. And when he moved to a different, a bigger school, he gave me all his mats, you know, and the, the cover and all this. So I'm going to nothing to do with this. Just take it if you want. Oh, wow. okay. Put it in my truck. Take it home. Put it in my garage. And then I start doing the garage jiu-jitsu. <laughs> <laughs> and a few months doing that, I um, I decided to, and it got too, too small, actually. It got too small. I had... I think 12 students. Oh. You know, at the good. garage. 12, I mean, it was like, and the garage is small. It's a one car garage. Oh, so it was. You know, it's very small. So I have to kind of extend the, the, the mats outside of the garage. You know, to, picture it. Yeah. So, so it would be like on a driveway a little bit, you know, oh, like the, the, the mats, because it was not that many, you know. Yeah. And then I decided to open the school. So I found a place, you know, I was driving, there was a four lease. I parked the car, like, hey, and the guy was there. Oh. I was calling, I was calling, then I was going to call the number, and I was looking, the guy opened the door, oh, oh. you know, wow. so, oh, I want a lease. I said, what are you going to do? I said, I'm martial arts school. I was like, okay. So then he gave me all the price and everything. So do you want? I said, yes, I do. Like I took the sign down. So, okay, it's yours. Just like, like that. that, just like that, <laughs> you know. It's like mm, okay. And I said, man, now I gotta do it. Yeah, now I gotta do it. <laughs> oh, at the same time, 
<laughs> the same time that happened. It was uh, I was telling this story to one of my, my friends because mm-hmm. okay, this isn't that's all. This is happening at the same time. Okay, <laughs> I just bought a house. Oh my god! Okay, so we and we just kind of like still fixing the house, finish yes. fixing the house. Right. I had a Brazilian market. Because I opened up like a, this Brazilian market, so mm-hmm. I held a Brazilian market, and uh, we we're training to go to Japan. So I was going to fight in Japan, so we we're training to go to Japan. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we, you know, and then I, I rent a place. Then we went to Japan. So when I got, I was in Japan in December in Japan. You know, because he would do the the. The K1, no, the Pride, right? Pride, Pride. Okay. It was gonna the Pride, was it Pride? Yes, yes, he was gonna do Pride. Um, I received a call that my wife was pregnant. Oh my god, <laughs> she called me like, Hey, I'm pregnant. I was like, Whoa, that's everything. Understand everything is happening at the same time. It was like, whoa, okay. So then I come back, then I kept working in a school, but okay. I still doing the diving, All right. you know. And um, and then you know, um, trying to run the school, try to uh, has this. So I closed the market, the Brazilian market, All right. and I had move kind of I. Kind of wanted to keep it a little bit, and then mm-hmm. I moved it inside of the school. So I was doing the, the you know, the, the the school and the market, but it's like it's not gonna work. I mean, it, this is too much stuff, you know. Yeah. And my wife was pregnant, you know, okay. and I was in training and diving because my schedule was like this. I my class starts at five p.m. Kids class right. five. Mm-hmm. And then five to six kids, you know, six to seven, um, six to seven thirty adults. That's that's the times that I had. Yeah, you know. And then Tuesday and Thursday, I had an eight o'clock class. You know, the morning, mm-hmm. and then uh, four to five, no, five to six kids. You know, six to seven thirty adults. That's that, that was like this Tuesday, Thursday, the same Monday, yeah. Wednesday, the same and Friday, uh, no classes and Saturday classes because I need to go work diving, you know, work until like uh, I would go early in the morning, like six in the morning, go oh to work. Then I have to finish in Newport Beach. So I have to finish oh. there, drive all the way back and be ready for class at five. Like shower and everything, you know. The mats clean, boom, teach. The next day, I would go only work for, you know, three or four hours because I finished the class at eight o'clock, go, come back. And I was doing both the stuff. Wow. So it was tough, you know. And and then one friend says, dude, you got to pick one. You cannot do both. You got to pick one. You know, right. and I picked the right one. Yes. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I was, you know, I was making good money and stuff on, 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 you scuba. know, the, the scuba. But he says money is not the whole thing. You know, you have to find something that and you're passionate about jujitsu, man. So yeah. just do it. So then I, you know, okay, I'm just going to do jujitsu. 
And I remember, you know, Hoist did a seminar like right away, you know, at the school. Let's do a seminar so we can, you know, invite and invite all the friends and everybody came in. That's so awesome. And it was little by little. And in the beginning, I had the mats just kind of certain way, you know, then I, I improved and did a little better. Then I did this, you know, it kept going, you know, then people would come in and then Hoist start teaching his private lessons, you know, at my school. And then Rodrigo moved. Oh to to California and then yeah. boom, then he start teaching some classes over there and then we then Rodrigo start fighting and then I now I'm training with Rodrigo for the fights and going to Japan and then Hoist would pick, uh, had a fight so I train with Hoist for a fight then go to Japan so uh, I think on the f- the first year 2004 mm-hmm. I didn't spend Christmas or New Year's with the family because oh we were in Japan. Yeah for a fight the second year I didn't spend Christmas in a year because because oh. Royce would fight most the, the dynamite mm-hmm. end of the year December Got 31st he would fight in Japan yes you know so for three years you know you know I didn't spend the Christmas New Year's with the family oh. but it was understanding you know yeah. like you know I'm doing this for because there's an opportunity that you know I'm glad I did what to the lifetime yeah and I did with my other family, which is my jiu-jitsu family. Yes. Because, you, you know, it becomes part of you, part of your family. Oh, it does. You know, yeah. so then in, we started doing, you know, like more training. Mm-hmm. And, and it was, it was, everything was happening. And I never in my life, I was not, when I start first put a gi and went over there and trained, at the, you know, with the guys. Yes. I never thought, you know what, that's what I'm going to do for a living. No. It was happening. Everything just, you know, we did this. Oh, happened and happened yeah. and happened. And now it's like, oh, you want to, oh, you want to do this? Oh, yeah, sure. You know, let, let's do it. And, um, and, and jiu-jitsu was very good for me because I, I had a back pain for a long time. Okay. You know, and that's one of the things that kept me out of jiu-jitsu because yeah. I was scared to train jiu-jitsu that Your it's going to aggravate my back. Yeah. And, you know, and Carlos and, and Arthur always said, dude, no, it's the other way around. It's going to help you. It's going to help you. But I was so scared that sometimes I would look and they would like f- fold the person <laughs> too. Like, <laughs> like, dude, if you do that to me, I'll break, you know. And he said, dude, you get used to it. You know, you exercise, you, you're, you're, um, you stretch, you will do it. And actually, it did help me a lot. That's so true. because I, I started training and I was like, oh, it's very difficult. There was a lot of things that I could not do it at the time, you know. Yeah. And then a year later, two years later, oh, man, I can do this. Like, That's wow. Awesome. That's the most amazing thing about jiu-jitsu, you know, yeah. it's that how it transform you and 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 there was things that okay i'm gonna eat this oh no i'm not gonna eat this because it's it's bad for you you know yeah. your jiu-jitsu later is not gonna be you know you're gonna be slow you're gonna be too full or something oh you know my God. and doing all the training for the japan and the camps that we do all the camps for like you know we start training for three months i remember when we used to go for to go to japan and we'd go train at the at nonos Okay. It was five in the morning. What? Yes. Oh. Hoy said, oh, we got to be there five in the morning. Oh. So we go there five in the morning, and then we train from five to eight. You know, 
Then I'm gonna come back. It was we leave Long Beach. It was December. It was like like November. We start like like end of October, November. We start doing that. Because then we will leave to Japan like uh, on the first second week of December. Yeah, and on to go doing the do that. Wow. So that was. And then you doing the camps, you learn how to, you know, because you go eat, you know, we all go eat together. And the, the good thing about the camps when we're going to Japan and mm-hmm. with, with the hoist, the team was this. If someone was going to go somewhere, we all go. Okay. As a team, everybody would go. Boom. Yes. You know, breakfast this time, yeah, everybody goes. It's not like yeah. we won't go and I don't know. We all go. Boom. You know, I remember like, like a horse is going to cut his hair. We all go to the barbershop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he, the guy wants to buy something. Okay, we all go. You know, so it's a team. Yeah. So it was fun. It was fun. It was, was, it was like a, like I said, it was like a family. Family. Yeah. And, um, and then we do like, always had like a day off, but the day off, we do something different. Let's go do something different. And like I said, I like to explore. You know, I like to just, uh, I would go there. So we have a time. Yes. No problem. So I would just get out and start walking the neighborhood. Over there oh. in Japan, just to find things, you know, to yeah. see, like, man, this is so cool. You know, I always find a way to, oh, like, we have to get a cab to go to the, the training. Okay, no, no, we can go to the subway. Oh, how? Like this, you know. Oh. But it, because it was fun, you know. Yes. And, and then in Japan, and it's true, you know, in a rush hour, if I'm looking at you, if I look down and I look up, I cannot see you anymore. What? So many people. It was like, whoa, where did he go? <laughs> so we always like grabbing at each other, like, okay, you gotta go, he's gotta because <laughs> But it was fun and it was nice. Oh, you know. Yeah, so. so I mean and seeing Rodrigo and Hoyce, did you ever see them training and did you get st- starstruck like when you were watching them training together like you're like oh man these are two beast monsters going i mean you always see amazing when they're training it's something that you're like because especially you know you know you get to appreciate the more you train the more you know and then you see the things that they do it's it is it is it is amazing how how do they do it but as people, they were just like people. Man. Humble, yeah. Just like, you know, it's like you and I talking right uh, now, yeah. you know? And it was like, man, it was it was amazing to see and to have that, yeah. you know? And especially, like, later on when you think about it, like, wow, man, it was like, always talk to, to like, Arthur. We're still, you know, we're still friends. Okay. You know, we're still friends. Carlos is still friends, you know. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and it's has been, what, 34 years, man. Wow. So that's the, the friendships that you make and, awesome. and on this. Yeah. It's thing that lasts forever. Sometimes we, we talk and we have a same. It says, oh, we were happy and we didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because you do, you do. It's... um. And I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful yes. for everything that happened, you know. Yeah. Um, I put my time into it, you know, I dedicated and then it was worth it. Oh, totally yeah. worth it. And I would not change. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
of course, there was times that, you know, oh, no, you know, the Lakers are playing, you know, <laughs> you know, the, uh, um, what was the other team? I don't even remember. Like, mm -hmm. I remember it was Magic Johnson. Oh, play. it was you know yeah. uh, uh, um, Scotty Pippen. Uh, what was the other? Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan. Yeah, uh, Larry Bird. Oh, so you know that's the day. yeah. So we yeah. watched those guys, and they're like, no, no, I'm not going to go to jujitsu tonight because you know the Lakers are playing. Yeah. You know the the, the Bulls or whatever. Yes, <laughs> and I want to watch it. Yeah. And and today was like, man. I don't even remember the game anymore, but if I had gone to class, I probably would have remember. learned something good. Yeah. That's why, you know, like sometimes we're training and the people are like, oh, I'm not going to go because I'm going to watch, you know, the game on TV. It was mm -hmm. like, it's recorded and much later. Yeah. You, know, you can train, man. It's a little opportunity. Ah, okay, whatever. <laughs> but that's the stuff that sometimes, you know, I regret not doing it. Yeah. You know, they were like, I mean, if I could go back, I would change a little things yeah. like that. You know, instead of watching the TV for something, I would better be training or, or, or not even be training. because there was a lot of times, a lot of times that the met time, not training, but mm -hmm. just sit and having a conversation with the guys. Right. And they tell me, like we're talking right now. Yeah. So they have stories. So, so they would tell stories like, whoa, this is so cool. And then, of course, you know, and then we start stories. And then Jiu-Jitsu is always on the mind. And then all of a sudden, hey, this happened. You know, okay, so you do this. And do, like a lot of techniques you learn a little bit yeah. after the class because you sit down and spend a little bit time, you know. I remember on a, on a, on a Grace Academy there. Right after class, everybody got a broom. You know, the night class, the last class, mm -hmm. everybody get a broom. And then we start, everybody start cleaning the mats, cleaning the mats. And then a group will come and clean. Then a group come and vacuum. Then a group come and mop it and clean it. You know, I was like, oh, you know. And then, but they would never, nobody said, hey, hey, you go clean. No. Oh. Everybody just get up, finish the class, we're done. They just go in and grab it and do it. And I was like, it's like, they never asked, like, hey, Valdo, go over there and clean it. No. I was like, can I clean? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, this is the broom. Okay. So then you start cleaning. I was like, okay, yeah. Because you're so grateful that you have a place to go. You know, you have all the group, the friends, and you take care of the mat. You take care of that stuff. It's your house. They would say, this yeah. is your house. You got to. You got to treasure, man. You got to, you know, you got to help out. You know, you got to be, that's why when I teach in class for the kids right now, I tell them, hey, the way that you get a strap, you either you promote, you got to help out in the house. That's true. It's not just here. You got to be doing good, good grades in school. Yes. And uh, uh, do you put your stuff away? Mm -hmm. Do you clean up after? You got to do it because yeah. you got to be grateful. It was like, oh, man. And then you wanted to clean. You wanted to do it. <laughs> like in Japan, there was one time where we were going to go tr on this gym to train. And there was, it was the same gym that all the, the fighters from the, the, for the, the K1 at the time. It was a K1. So, okay. so the, 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 the fighters will use the same gym. So the yes. K one, oh, this is the gym they're gonna use. So, so we're gonna, and we are training right after 
uh, this group of Japanese. You know, there was yes. a Japanese fighter, mm -hmm. the, 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 the team, they were trained. And let's say their time was like from five to six, whatever. You know, I mean, just giving times here. Yeah. So we are like from six to seven or six to eight or something okay. like that. Okay. So we, we were after them. Our time was after them. So one day, uh, we got there early because we kind of, I don't know. So they just finished the class and they're like, oh, we're almost done. Yeah. Oh, no problem. Take your time. So, okay. They finished the class. Everybody got up. Everybody went, got little tiny brooms, like, I mean, like a, like a foot, you know, yes. like the broom is like tiny. Yes. Everybody on their knees, like sweeping the floor, the What? mats. After one group was sweeping, mm -hmm. the other group had a towel with a wet rag and cleaning the mat. And the other group going, drying the mat. Oh my God. For us to, to go train. So those are like, and as everybody, I'm telling you from the, the teacher. Yes. To the, the students, students, everybody. It was, they were cleaning them. Everybody we were like, whoa. I mean, it was just like we did because Hoyce was do that. You know, Hoyce was, mm -hmm. he was the first one to finish the class at night and he was joking around to go over there, grab the broom. He would never say, you sweep the floor for me. No. Oh. He would grab the broom and he would sweep. And if you go over there, no, I do it. No, 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 no. Do something else. I'm doing this. Oh, Understand? okay. He will sweep the mats. He was not like, oh, I'm the UFC fighter and yeah, all this, yeah. so I'm not going to. No, not at all, man. That's what I'm saying. It was like, you know, and and dad, uh, so humble. They're like, oh, yeah. man, you know, I'm, why can't I do it? Yeah. You know, and that's, that's what happens here. And every night. Oh, I want to. Sometimes they. Oh, I want to do. I want to clean the mess. Mm -hmm. oh, even the kids, the kids. They, <laughs> I want. Let me clean. Let me clean. Yeah. Like, okay, okay. You do it tomorrow. You know, yeah. because they want to take care of the stuff. It's like you want to have to take care of everything. You take care of your, your, you know, your family, your friends, everything that belongs. Yes. You know, that's important to it's, you. It's like that saying: actions speak louder than words. You know, you pick up the room, you're sweeping, you know, that's an action. Not just because, oh, I sweep or whatnot. You know, you don't need to tell anyone that you're deadly. It's the actions. I mean, everybody sees that you're deadly. You don't need to tell anyone. The fact that they stay humble, that's what makes them great. Yeah. There's no ego. There's. It's a lesson, man. It's a lesson. So, and I'm very grateful for all this, you know, that um, you, you, there's the saying that jujitsu changed my life. You hear yes. that? Jujitsu changed. And it really did. It yeah. really did. You know, I, um, in my 40s, I yeah. felt way stronger and healthier than when I was in my early 20s. Wow. You know, I was like, wow, more confident. Um, I grew up, you know, like we played, played like soccer and mm -hmm. doing all the sports and all this. And we used to fight a lot. <laughs> I used to fight a lot, man, on the street. They'd fight with my friends. <laughs> You know, that's that. I was telling my, guy, my friends over here, all the games that we played in Brazil, like every, like, fun game, kids mm -hmm. game, there was some type of fight at the end. Oh it was, God. it was normal. It was yes. normal. And then when I started jiu-jitsu and I start training, and the more I did, the less I fought. 
the less I was trying to. Because people were like, oh, you're going to do martial arts and the kids are going to be fighting. And No, it's the other way around. Because people that fight on the street, people that are like bullies mm-hmm. and all that, is because they're insecure. Yeah. And they think oh, that, yeah. you know, they have to express that to the world that, oh, yeah, because they are totally insecure. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the more you know, the more confident you are, the more relaxed you are, the more, like, oh, yeah. understanding you are. Uh, you know, like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm better than you. Oh, yes, you are. Yeah. It's okay. But if I'm, I'm not confident, no, you're not. Yeah, I am. No, you're not. And then you start all the fight. But yeah. you know, the more confident, the more, the more you know. Yes. The more you, it's okay. Oh yeah. You know? <laughs> so and then, that's what's important. Like the, the jujitsu, the more. And I say jujitsu because that's what I love. But I would say any martial arts. Oh yeah. As long as it give you confidence, as long as you, you don't promote the violence that you want to go and, you know be better and, and come then out of it beat up people no yeah. hey if you want to be if you want to prove that you're good sign up for a tournament sign up for a fight and then do it yeah you do it you know yeah. at the school is not the time it's not a place here uh-huh. you want to of course you know you want to go and you want to you know do as hard sometimes you know with certain yeah. people because you want to improve you know yes because um the more I teach my students, the more they know, the harder they come, you know, the more difficult they make my life, I make me better too. Oh, yeah. You know, because I have to learn and keep on my toes. Yeah. Because I still train with the guys. And I'm, I know sometimes they take it easy on me. Yeah. Some of them. Because it's, uh, it's been a while, you know. Yeah. It's been a while training. And, and the guys are awesome. Uh-huh. You know, even when I train with my friends, you know, so we get together, a group of friends. Yes. And we we train. <laughs> and I know, like, sometimes we're going hard, but then you see that you feel the slowness. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you know. But as, but we still, we still, you know, push each other yeah. to be the best we can be. Because okay. we always say, it's not better than be better than everybody else you're gonna be better than yourself yeah. be better today than we were yesterday and you do just fine yeah you know? i mean I, I always say this because it happened to me uh with you know tara mm-hmm. she she uh i love the way she spars because she doesn't hit you hard but she makes it known that you got tapped and i mean when i started training here with you i mean obviously I don't know, hopefully I wasn't your crazy white belt because I come, <laughs> I come from another system. So I know, you know, control and whatnot, but over here, I want to be that person that they say, all right, Jose, go roll with him. I want that person to say, okay, yeah, Jose, cause he's going to watch his control. Cause he's good. I don't want to say, Oh, Jose, he, oh, he rolls too hard or he does this. And I, I honestly pride myself in that, that I know how to watch my control. Yeah. Yeah. But you are not the crazy white belt because yeah. you are not a white belt at heart because you've been training another martial arts for so long, yes. you know, and I know with, 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 you know, with Colin, you already, yeah. you guys already did some groundwork and all that yeah. stuff because Colin has been doing this for a long time too, oh, yeah. you know? And, um, when I say the crazy white belt is the person that never had any training, oh, yes. no, I know what have you're... no training, nothing. Oh. And they, they, you know, 
they go. It's like some of the guys that are watching the UFC on, on, on TV all drunk. I can do that. <laughs> I didn't just get up. Like, yeah. you look at him like, okay. Yeah, okay yeah. <laughs> Understand? That's what I mean about the crazy yes. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, because most of the people that have no training, they think they just can, they yeah. can muscle their way out, you yeah, know? That's not the case. And, but it's, that's what I meant. Not yeah. that no, no, every, no. I mean, I'm not saying that every white belt is like that yeah. either, you know? It's some. Oh, yeah. No, you know, I mean, I've that, come across those. That we're going to come across yeah. some of the people. And then again, they're not, that's not, they're not bad okay. people. No. Not at all. It's just that sometimes it's just a little bit, you know, over enthusiastic, let's say. Over enthusiastic. <laughs> they're nervous. They want to make a good first impression. Exactly. They, they, they want to prove themselves. So they feel like they have to go hard or they have to go, as you say, crazy. But they, they realize later on, they realize, they go, yeah. oh, that's, you know, okay. And it's not some, like that. some, they, you know, there's some that want to test you too. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to yes. go. You know, uh, um, like, you know, I have some f- students over here. They've been training with me for a long time. Like Joey. Oh, know, okay. Joey. Yeah. You know, he came. He was an all-American wrestler and all this. You know, yes. and you know, you can't feel the first day that he comes in. Yes. That he's like, man, you know, I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> so the first time he came in, and he's like. Man, no problem. Okay, let's train. You know, and every time he comes in, guillotine. Oh, okay, did this and that. And I was like, I mean, I was like, you thought you could beat me, huh? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Maybe someday, but so not today. Not today. <laughs> Understand? Yeah. They have a down ones. But it, then again, they're not mean. They just want to prove that, like, okay, no, I can take it. Yeah. You know, and they, they do it. But it's part of it. Oh, you know? yeah. And the moment that you, you go and you have those students come in and you, you dominate, you know, like you're telling them, you you, uh, you show them that's not about this. And then you yeah. calm them down and they relax and they're good. Okay, yes, I did it. Okay, this is a good <laughs> student now. He's like, you know, helping out. Yes. Do this. A new one comes in. And then you start all over again. It never ends. Mr. Lima, thank you for your time. I appreciate it so much. Any last words before we leave? Anything you want to say to your students or anything? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I'll actually, I want to thank you for coming in over here too, you, you know, sir. and, yes. um, and, and I always say this, you know, um, enjoy the journey, yes. enjoy the time goes f- so fast, you know, and enjoy, take care of your body, train, you know, be smart and be helpful. You know, yes. the best thing, the best way to learn and get better it's being helpful. Helpful. You know, if yeah. you're being helpful, if you if you try to to show everything that you know, you know, and and you you will develop better. Not only in jiu-jitsu, but this is in life. Okay. Because yes. I compare jiu-jitsu with life. You know, yeah. everything that you 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 want, you just have to put your little time onto, put the work on it. You know, and be humble. Be humble and be appreciative, you know, of everything. So just, you know, yes. be humble and, and keep working hard and you achieve everything you want. Thank you, sir. And for anyone that's listening that's around Long Beach and Signal Hill area, Neutral Grounds, uh, Jiu-Jitsu, and again, it's in Signal Hill. And, and let me get this. The website, 
ngbjj.com with Mr. Ivaldo Lima. Sir, thank you so much again. Appreciate your time. And thank you. Till next time. Bye-bye, everybody. Okay.